been a surprise witness takes the stand in the sentencing hearing. Janali Bremer and Darren Schillmiller. We know what broke. We need to understand how it broke. With hundreds still stranded, critical inspections are underway after a mid-air scare at 16,000 feet. And inside the gates, tonight we'll show you how Joint Base Elmador Richardson is helping newly stationed military families learn the ropes on the slopes. And temperatures continue to drop across much of the state, along with high winds and heavy snow moving in from the west. I'll let you know the warnings in effect. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Good evening, everyone. The state brought a surprising witness to the stand today as sentencing continued in the Cynthia Hoffman murder case. As our Maxwell tells us, Nicole House was called to testify against her own daughter, Denali Bremer. Nicole House says she didn't have much to do with Denali Bremer when she was growing up. Her daughter was adopted to another family when she was 18 months old. But she told the judge that they had been reunited about six months before Cynthia Hoffman was killed. Just a few questions for you. House described a day in early June of 2019 when her daughter and another teen, Caden McIntosh, showed up at her door with what sounded like a crazy tale. I was told that um, they had gone out to Thunderbird Falls with a friend of theirs, um, a young lady by the name of Cece, and that some that during the course of the interaction out there, Caden had shot Cece in the head and pushed her body into the Clinton River. House says Bremer told her a man she met online, who later turned out to be Darren Schillmiller, had promised her $9 million to carry out the plot. Bremer claimed she didn't plan to go through with it. They were just going to fake yeah. Miss Hoffman being killed and then collect the money and everything would be fine. That was yes. what she told you? Yes. The next day, House went to police. As she left the courtroom, she told her daughter she loved her. Never going to stop loving her, but I... There, there's a distinct difference between right and wrong, and she needs to learn that there are consequences for your choices. The state is asking for the maximum penalty of 99 years. Sentencing for Darren Schillmiller is scheduled for Thursday. Sentencing for Danelli Bremer is tentatively scheduled for February 12th. Lauren Maxwell, Alaska's News Source. With hundreds of flights still canceled, the White House says President Biden is personally tracking the grounding of many Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes after an Alaska Airlines flight made an emergency landing due to a detached door plug that left a hole in the side of the plane. Boeing CEO David Calhoun acknowledged the company made a big mistake this week, but according to top safety officials, it's not clear what that mistake is. Alaska Airlines has issued an apology to passengers and is offering a cash amount of $1,500 each to assist with any inconveniences and full refunds on their tickets. Jennifer Hammondy, chair of the NTSB, says it's imperative to find out what went wrong and why. What's critical there is, uh, you know, once we know how, that helps inform the FAA and others uh, that they're really um, targeting uh, the right concerns when they're doing the inspections and conducting repairs. But they really need that information on how this occurred before uh, they can take actions uh, to unground the planes. At least that's what I would urge. 
The NTSB says a preliminary report is expected in three to four weeks. At the Alaska Airlines Center here in Anchorage, rules are changing regarding what kind of bags you can bring into the facility. With the new year, the arena has implemented a new clear bag policy and bag size for guests attending events. The center says this comes as arenas and industries all across the nation are upping security measures. This is really just to keep patrons safe. Um, you know, when everybody comes into the arena, uh, there's an expectation that, uh, that their bags would be searched. Um, we're trying to keep uh, prohibited items out of the venue, and it just really speeds up that process. Uh, really helps our staff, and it helps the, the uh, experience for the patrons as well. And turning to weather, calm in South Central tonight. Here is a live look at the current conditions in Anchorage. Some fog and low-lying clouds, but no wind or snow at this time. Let's check in with Chief Meteorologist Melissa Fry for the forecast for the rest of the state. Melissa. Yeah, Maria, we're really just in this little protected area of the state that is not seeing any extreme or severe weather at this hour. Uh, again, not the case as you head out to the western side of the state and even down into southeast, we're going to start to see those winds ramping up heading into tomorrow. I want to show you those current temperatures, though, here across the Anchorage Bowl. Many of us, again, dropping already uh, into those teens, and we're going to see another night of single digits as well across portions of South Central. Uh, but here in Anchorage, we saw it last night, that fog has been thick and that's helping to keep temperatures actually up a little bit in the Anchorage Bowl. 18 degrees right now out at Ted Stevens, 17 out at the Campbell Creek Science Center, a touch colder out on Muldoon and down to 10 degrees again in Eagle River where we started out the day in the single digits. We're already seeing those single digits in Wasilla and Palmer and check out Talkeetna five below at this hour at six 6 p.m. It's going to be a cold night ahead there. As you head to the Kenai Peninsula, more cloud cover, temperatures in the mid-20s. And if you look closely, starting to see some snow showers showing up, especially across Cook Inlet and up across the Alaska Range to our west. That is all part of that storm system that, again, is bringing heavy snow and high winds to western Alaska. Chances for some of that light snow showing up in Seward into Whittier, especially once we get into tomorrow. But again, most of the action is in the western side of the state. Heavy snow coming down in Bethel, starting to see a transition to freezing rain there. And all of that moisture headed further to the north. And that's why we have so many warnings in effect. Again, winter storm warnings in effect for the lower Yukon, all the way up through Seward Peninsula, even north of Kotzebue. We also have high wind warnings in effect near Kotzebue. And then winter weather advisories in effect near Norton Sound. Again, high winds, heavy snow for these regions. Already seeing wind gusts to 51 miles per hour tonight in Unilic up to 61 miles per hour in Cold Bay, and those winds are going to stay strong tonight and tomorrow. And again, that snow is going to ramp up. We'll have more details on that Western Alaska forecast and what you can expect in Southeast. But for us here in Anchorage tonight, we're going to hold on to that fog and low cloud cover. That'll keep temperatures down into the lower to mid teens overnight. And then tomorrow, we'll see high temperatures back up into the teens and low 20s. Partly sunny for us. Again, just seeing some of that cloud cover pushing in from that storm to our south once we get into later Thursday and Friday. That's where we're going to see the wind picking up closer to the coast, snow pushing in near Seward and Whittier, and then again also seeing those high winds in southeast. I'll have all those details in that full statewide forecast and what you can expect for the coming holiday weekend here in just a few minutes. All right, we'll see you then. Thank you so much. And the easiest way to get the weather in your area is the Alaska's Weather Source app. Information updated by our own weather team. Search for Alaska's Weather Source in your app store.
The American Cancer Society estimated that roughly 2 million Americans will be diagnosed with cancer last year. And in that time, more than 609,000 people would die of the disease. But early detection can save lives. The American Cancer Society says the top five cancer screenings to set up in 2024 include mammograms for women 40 and older, and earlier if you have a history of breast cancer in your family. A colorectal cancer screening starting at age 45, prostate cancer screening for men starting between ages 45 and 50, screening for cervical cancer every three years for women, and number five, a lung cancer screening starting at age 50 for smokers or former smokers. In a major milestone today, President Biden announced that 20 million people have signed up for coverage under the Affordable Care Act that says that Republicans in Congress remain focused on efforts to repeal the law. Biden says that would be a, quote, catastrophe and would raise health care costs for millions of people. Republicans have tried and failed to roll back the law since it passed in 2010. The issue recently reemerged on the campaign trail when former President Trump pledged to renew efforts to repeal the law during a speech in Iowa. Still ahead, they're helping military members and their loved ones by getting them out on the slopes inside the gates is up next. You're watching Alaska's News Source. For many military families stationed here, the move can be intimidating as well as isolating, especially for those used to warmer climates. And this week's Inside the Gates, Carly Shrek tells us how Joint Base Elmendorf-Richardson is helping those new to the area to ski the hills and learn the ropes of cold weather recreation. Love it or hate it. Can we go back to Kentucky where it's warmer? <laughs> Thank you. The winters here can be harsh. Snow's lovely until you get thrown into it. But people on J-Bear are not hiding from it. In fact, they're learning about it here at Hilberg Ski Area. From young... Today she's uh, learning how to ski, so she's only been one other time, and uh, this is a great area for it. So, um, yeah, it's a beautiful day, and that's what's bringing us out today. Two, not as young. I'm a long-term snowboarder that's picking up skiing because she decided she wanted to ski this year. Why there's so many here newer to life on the slopes is because many are newer to life in Alaska. This is the ski resort for J-Bear. It's a place for active duty, retired, and families of military personnel to trade in that government-issued uniform for boots, boards, and skis. They may be new to Alaska. They may not be familiar with all of the wildlife and things that are outside the gate. So it's nice to have a safe place on post, somewhere that they're familiar with, that they can go to and have fun with their families and our warfighters and families can be in an area that's familiar to them. It's a modest slope, sure, but its simplicity makes it the perfect place to start as well as grow in the world of winter recreation. We come here to learn new skills, and then we take them to Hilltop and Elieska and places where the tickets are much more expensive. And I've it dedicates a lot more time there. Uh, we have to dedicate a lot more time to getting there and spending the day there and things like that. So we make sure the skills are here, and then, then when we get a larger resort, I don't worry as much. A safe place for stationed families. And our military members live all around the world, so these may be some of our, their first opportunities and, and memories that they're building here coming to J-Bear. Looking to make the most out of their time here in state. Inside the gates of J-Bear, Carly Shrek, Alaska's News Source.
Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcast from Alaska's news source automatically. And stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska News Source app.